0: Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us today. It is a beautiful Thursday evening or night for us, or some of us, it might be daytime. I'm calling just to share with you guys today a little bit about how we can connect to our cosmic self, to have that alignment with our purpose. Oftentimes, in this process of going inward, we forget to really think about what is our cosmic purpose? What is our alignment with the universe? So we may have a million and one of ideas, and this happens a lot in creative fields, and also it might happen when you're working one type of job, but you really wish you were doing something else. And so the beautiful thing would be if we all remembered that we had special threads in the universe, these beautiful, beautiful threads, and that we make a beautiful tapestry together. And there might need to be some reorganization, and then that way we are in symbiosis with self and with nature. So today we're going to talk a little bit about that and how this relates to the past three weeks when we talked about codependency and connecting with the patterns. Hopefully that you're continuing to notice your patterns and making those subtle shifts in your everyday life of how you can show up a little bit differently for your relationships and celebrate where you've made some milestones, We will be coming back to this in future episodes as we dive into specific subject matters. But for tonight to finish this kind of cycle, as we move through those codependency patterns now and then looked at our self-worth, self-worth is definitely going to connect to your cosmic flow. If you're in your flow, it becomes effortless because you're doing something that's aligned and then you feel valued. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are... Making millions and millions of dollars because you're doing what your cosmic flow is. So it's something really important to address here is that being in our purpose, we must understand what that means. And for each one of us on this planet, it's very different. And to honor that, but to know when you're in that flow that everything that you need will be provided for. So... In a society that we're ending a capitalist society, if we can step back and look at what do we need? Like, what do you need to have everything in front of you? Of course, all of us have been trained that if we have a large sum of money over here, that we'll be taken care of and everything will be fine. However, what if you were living in a society that you knew that everyone was always taken care of? That no matter what, you all will be taken care of. What a better place to live in. Then we wouldn't have problems of thinking that children are starving someplace else or people are maybe uh, not being given their rights. There are all these things that would go away if we realized that it is possible for all of us to be provided for. So, how are we going to do that? Well, one, this inner work helps because you learn to love yourself and really become aligned you get in jobs that are healthy for you you get in relationships that are healthy healthy for you and you realize that inner purpose is so important because that's how you can serve everyone around you yourself and all the people that you touch so we went first over codependency so you've made adjustments then we went over self-worth your value do you feel worthy in your life on those two items Please reflect back on your notes. Check where you're at with those and do a check-in to make sure that you haven't wandered or maybe you want to address another issue. And then self-love. Notice how you've taken care of yourself in the past week. Did it resurrect other issues for you? Did you realize that you weren't giving yourself nourishment? Just check in on those three matters and then allow yourself to let that go. And then we're going to dive into today's show which is aligning you with that purpose. First of all, we are going to ask ourselves, what is our purpose in the universe? And the easiest way to answer this question, because people oftentimes get stumped because they want to identify, well, maybe I'd like to be that, or maybe I'd like to do that, or, oh, gosh, I love that. So I want you to answer the simple question and put down three things. How can you serve? The world, your daily life, and your family. So, write down how you can show up and just list those three things. And take a moment to be able to write those down. How can I serve? And once you have that, there's really big indicators that once you realize, wow, this is how I could serve, this is how I could show up. So, if you're an amazing artist, yet you feel that you can't maybe support yourself as an artist yet, but you know that your art maybe inspires people, it feeds their soul, I would highly recommend that you keep pursuing that and allow the universe to support you so that you can continue to cultivate that gift. If you know that you're an amazing facilitator, that you have this gift for facilitating, whether it's group discussions or talks, Allow yourself to continue to welcome in those opportunities to be in that role. Now, if you have hobbies or interests, yet you're not as passionate about them or don't have that fire in your belly that you'll do it no matter what. So this is how we look in. Like, how can I serve, and am I willing to do this no matter what because, A, it's of service, and, B, I have such passion for it It brings me such joy that I want to continue to do it to see where it goes. And when you get to that sweet spot, when you know, gosh, I really love writing poetry, I don't know if I'll publish a book in it. I don't know what I'll do. But I'm going to continue to write all my friends and family poetry and see where that might go. So connect with that possibility of where you might take this. So Just for a moment, close your eyes and again imagine in your mind's eye how can I serve? How can I show up? And let's just ask the question again how can I show up for my family? What are their needs? And just connect with that. And then ask yourself how can I serve in my occupation? What am I really gifted at? What are my talents? What are my traits that really will be of service to another human being on this planet? It doesn't have to be millions. It could just be one. Hmm. And then ask yourself, how can I serve myself best in this moment? How can I stay aligned with myself so I can go out there and be of service to others? Hopefully you've visualized a couple ways that you can connect and be of service to others. Write them down and just let them be for right now. And then next, I want you to um, ask yourself from that list of the things that you could do to serve, are you doing any of these things right now at all? Are they in your life? Yes or no? Real simple. And then if you said yes, I want you to write down where you're being of service in your passion, in your life. And if you said no, I want you to say why not? Just write it down really quick. Simple, easy, And then once you have the answer, this is the place you want to start. If your answer was no, then I want you to think about for this next week to think about how you can bring in some of these things you're passionate about that you feel could be of service and start small. So if you feel like you could serve the world by maybe um, picking up trash in your neighborhood, maybe you're really passionate about recycling environmental issues, Start small or go participate in a beach cleanup. Get connected to people, like-minded people that are interested in the same thing as you are. And see if you can incorporate it. See if you can get your family involved. A simple one was, one of the questions was, how can you serve your family? So if you're not even being that right now, carve out a little bit of time so that you can be of service to your family. And then most importantly, carve out a little bit of time that you could be of service to yourself, allowing yourself, as we talked about last week, that time to nourish self, self self-love, stillness, silence. We don't really know ourselves until we can get still with ourselves, until we can sit with self. Can you sit with yourself? And that's when we start peeling back the layers and really get to know who we are and what we really crave. Many of us have been fed kind of a packaged picture of what we should be or should not be. And the reality is we just need to find our symbiotic relationship with each other and with that beautiful universe that surrounds us. Think of yourself, imagine for a moment if you're a bear in the woods and you're walking through the woods and winter is upon you and you know that it's your role in nature to go into hibernation. And that's part of your symbiotic relationship with Mother Nature. And so you don't say, well, gosh, I really want to go hang out at the stream. I guess you could. But think about it. That's the bear's role. He or she is in that symbiosis. And then so the only focus then is to find the perfect place for hibernation, a place where the family will be safe, can be undisturbed for the winter months. So when you think of it that way, think Really, how can you focus in and focus your energy so it's not going in many directions? So now what we want to do, as we've taken the analogy of the bear, <laughs> I want to take you through a little bit of a visualization. And then as we conclude the visualization, we're going to go inward and discover where we might be able to find those passions. And right now, would wouldn't be by accident. It's by perfect serendipity. We are going into a period where we're going to have a lot of cleansing on the solar plexus. This is the region of our body that carries our will, our desire, our life force, our passion, and our destiny. So as we are going into this period of activity through most of this year and maybe into next year of cleansing and purification, this is a perfect time to really focus on where you're not aligned and allow that purification to take purpose and allow yourself to align with that cosmic self. There's a beautiful mantra that's called OM RATAM NAMA, OM RATAM NAMA. And that is, I am in cosmic flow with the universe. How can you be in that flow with the universe? Oftentimes, by just repeating a mantra that carries a frequency, that can help us find that flow and find that rhythm. So just take a deep breath, pulling your energy into the heart center, breathing in and out. Another deep breath, breathing in. And out. One more time. Deep breath in. And out. And just connect to the solar plexus. Even put the hand on the solar plexus. And bringing that awareness into the mind's eye of our will, our free will. Just let go of obligations in this moment. Let go of any type of restrictions that you feel in relationships, in family, with friends. Just take yourself inward. And allow yourself in this moment just to connect and imagine and feel inspired for one moment, one simple moment with self. As you put your hand on the solar plexus, I want you to imagine in your mind's eye the father. It could be your father. It could be the metaphorical father. I want you to connect with the masculine energy and feel its stillness. Feel the energy of your masculine energy in your body and just connect with it. Connect with its life force. Does it feel strong? Does it feel weak? Just feel into it effortlessly and then in the mind's eye, just imagine a beautiful flame going and sees that fire. Where is it? Is it low or is it high or is it just right? Following the flame in the mind's eye and just connect with the things that you're passionate about. Opening a doorway and a gateway to the things that really that you would carry with you from lifetime to lifetime that you actually adore so much that you could get lost in it for days, months, and years on end. And I want you to imagine yourself in this moment doing those activities. It could be many. Don't worry about anything else. Just imagine being in that place, seeing yourself, creating Feel the energy around you, what comes to your mind's eye immediately as you're creating. Feel the energy of your prana, your life force rise. And just keep imagining holding the hand on the solar plexus, seeing your gifts. Uh... Um. you've gotten these seeds of inspiration from your solar plexus and feeling the energy around it and really honor what showed up first really honor that expression and I want you to bring that energy all the way up and just imagine whatever you're creating bring it up through the heart center connecting with the heart breathing in and out I just want you to feed your passion with your love unconditional love and the reason for this is just showing that you are able to create this no matter what you saw you have the gift and the abundance and the harmony and peace to create that so keep creating in the mind's eye and i want you to feed it with this abundant love this harmony this peace and this flow uh um. bringing the energy up from the heart center and bringing the energy of your passion up from the solar plexus and the heart. just want you to bring that all the way up to the crown of your head and just imagine in the mind's eye being this beautiful whale just releasing this energy out into the universe with non-attachment. Just imagine... Sending your heart and sending your passion, the harmony and peace and tranquility that that provides you all the way out to the entire universe and allowing it to be this beautiful stardust, water to stardust that just comes down and showers itself all the way around you, welcoming in additional energy fields to facilitate in the inspiration and the play with you seeds of inspiration that will feed your soul to continue exploring what has been revealed. Breathe in, feel the fire come up and the air rise and that beautiful whale across the water and release all the way out the crown of the head. And as the water comes down, just feel the beautiful stardust just sprinkling itself around your world and connecting the dots that will mysteriously appear in the near future. Um. And now gently bringing your energy back down to the solar plexus. And this time just connecting sun to sun solar plexus to the sun and imagine in the mind's eye our sun that feeds life to our planet allows us to be here without that magnificent beautiful star in the sky that's our sun our life would not exist right now as you connect to the sun just allow this music from album leaf called Falling of the Sun, just to roll over you, continue to breathe, and imagine your breath going out to the sun, connecting back to the solar plexus, and then back out to the sun again, holding that vision of your passion that came up, that inspiration, your will, feeling your harmony and peace. Mm By the album Leaf, and it's called Falling from the Sun. As we connect to our solar plexus and uh, just really connect to who we are, sometimes it takes courage to allow ourselves to fall, to let go and surrender truly to who we are and what and where we really want to be. And sometimes we take a little trails from here to there and something might seem more exciting than another and then we realize where we truly are content. So you might ask, well, then how can I start this? How can I really take some time to A contemplate this passion and how you can integrate and welcome it into your life. And one thing you'll find out, the reason I bring up aligning with your cosmic self, your your place in the universe is because then this is how we all become this beautiful orchestra together. So to ask yourself and take the time to really contemplate and a great way to do this is also to go back to when you were a child. What did you naturally gravitate towards? Cause I have two children and I can see so clearly what they're passionate about. My daughter, for instance, she came out speaking, screaming. She came out with fire and just all this energy. And that was just a beautiful thing to witness. And she loves to speak. She loves to sing. She loves to draw. Those are all the things she's naturally passionate about. So think back to when you were a child. She likes to move. So these are all really big indicators that these are things that you're really good at. My son, for instance, he loves creating on the computer. He loves to read. He is relatively an introvert, He's, but he has a funny sense of humor, great musical skills, like his sister. So he has this, this really interesting balance of wanting to have his inward time and then his outward time. They are very different very, very different in the way they like to live and all those things. So right there, you know, the sociology of my two children suggests to me that I could honestly, probably they could go through two different types of schools and they will definitely have two very different types of careers potentially, or there might be a melding because the common thread for them is probably music. So for you, think back as a child. What was that thing that you really, really, really loved? Um, just write that down. The inspiration, uh, and see, you know, what have you forgotten from that period? And that is a great indicator of who you are. Also, when you're a child, note how you like to give to others when we think about giving to others as a child and then think about how you like to do it now it puts us in a place to do what when we give there's a symbiotic relationship with the word receive so how do you like to give and when you give are you willing to receive So ask yourself that question and then write that down. Really, really important. How do you like to give? And in that moment, are you willing to receive? If the answer is no, that means that you might be giving out of one of those codependencies, you know, those things that we talked about earlier a couple shows away that you're giving to do a little control mechanism. Oh, I'll give you this, but it's not unconditional. So get down to the bones of it. How do you like to give? And in that moment when you give, because you're giving for the pure joy unconditionally are you willing to receive and by that doesn't mean that you have an ulterior motive that you're giving and you're hoping to get something back but that you're willing to receive from the universe a thank you a kind gesture from someone else someone wanting to do something for you are you willing to receive their gifts if i give i have to be willing to receive because that means you are giving or someone else is giving So think about that. That also aligns you with that purpose and the passion, the way we like to give. I might like to go build houses on an island in the Caribbean. You might want to teach English in China as you're giving. So think about that. You might be a doctor and want to give surgeries to children in South America. Whatever it might be, we all have different answers. That also points you towards that passion. So to recap, we have a couple things. One Uh, where is it easiest for you to serve, your family, yourself, and the world around you? Are you doing that, yes or no? And if not, then list why. And then also, if you can connect with the child self, how did you play? How were you as a kid? What did you want to do as a child? Think about that and then come back to how do you like to give and are you willing to receive. And in that moment, just take a moment and close your eyes for a second and think about the last time you gave something of yourself, your time, your energy. And I want you just to reconnect in that moment when you were giving, giving of yourself and what you received in that exact moment something's always received when we're giving. Just connect to that energy field. Whoever you were touching, whatever you were touching, just reconnect to what it felt like. And how did you choose to give? So in my mind's eye, I'm reconnecting in this moment. Too recently, I went up and I gave some of my time and connected with people, with my words. And then in action, I was in service uh, In a restaurant. Both of those felt really good and I can remember in my mind's eye a gentleman that came in the restaurant and he was a British man and he just was excited to see me, just happy. I brought him joy and he wanted hugs, simple hugs and that was amazing to just give him that and also to give all those beings that came in their food. I can feel the homeless person that came in. She had all her coolers and asked for extra dishes of food. And it felt really good to give her those extra dishes of food. And in my mind's eye, connecting to her later in the week, eating that food. Friends that came in towards the end of our shift, and I was able to get them a meal that felt really good so they could continue and connect with their friends. So in that moment that I was giving, I was receiving And I'm still receiving from it because I can look back and it makes me really happy. So I encourage you during this next week to do a couple things. One, to take time to really reflect on that giving and to reflect on the child self, how you like to be when you were a child. See if you can bring some of those elements into this world. And if not, then ask yourself why and start to carve out some time if you're spending time i don't know on the internet just googling stuff or um spending maybe too much time at work see if you can carve out a little bit of time a half hour an hour just for your own nourishment because it's really important to getting to that self-love then the other part is to start sun gazing connect with the sun Spend some time talking to that magnificent being in the sky that communes with your solar plexus. In this past week, we've had some amazing large solar flares um, that might have caused some emotional disruptions or, or unusual activities. It sure did for me. But spend some time gazing at the sun. I will put a link about gazing on the sun on my webpage, but you can also Google that. And then bare feet to the earth connect mother earth father Sun, and your solar plexus feel the balance connect to your electromagnetic relationship if you don't take time looking at the environment outside of your normal everyday moving and going you're gonna forget what wisdom is stored right there in your body and the energy and the information is being transmitted to you every day always And they're always putting things in front of your mind's eye to remind you of what your purpose is. So pay attention to the signs. And then finally, start the conversations. Take some time out every single day to connect with people that are passionate about the same thing. The beautiful thing about the social media networking is that it's really easy to access those beings anywhere on the planet that have a similar interest. So if you're craving that conversation, that's a simple place that can start. And there's many organizations like Meetup, all those kind of things where you can come together with like minds. And then I also encourage you to keep an open mind to find opposing points of view. If you're really into art, I encourage you to engage in critiques so you can really explore different types of art. Maybe you're into realism and maybe explore abstract art. Whatever it is, always giving yourself that chance to go a little bit deeper past an area of comfort within your passion if you do have a passion we can always learn we can always grow we can always expand and Within that passion, we can become a master at it. So if you love making pies, become a master at making pies so that you can do it effortlessly and you will enjoy it because you'll have more and more wisdom behind your work. An artist, I have many artist friends and relatives, takes skill and I like to draw too. But every time I take a break and don't go back to painting and drawing, it takes some time to get back in the practice. And if you're passionate about it, it, it'll be something that you always want to go to. So think about how you can easily integrate it into your life and welcome in those conversations. Now, for this next moment, I want to just share a little story of serendipity of what happens when we start to listen to who we are. And for myself, when I was telling you to think about you being a kid and connecting to the things that made you happy, well, one of the things that made me happy as a kid is I would actually and have the gift to see things that not everyone can see. I can see spirits. I can see astral bodies. I can commune with animals in a certain way. And so as a kid, that really brought me a lot of joy. Now, of course, I didn't have that many friends that could do the same thing. So I created a space so that I could do that. Oftentimes, I would create my own alone time so I could have a little party with my, uh, quote-unquote, what would be called imaginary friends. But they were very real for me. So part of that piece of me I closed off because I quickly learned that not everyone can do that. So I would keep it a secret. And then it kind of faded away for a portion of my life. Even though I had the awareness, it was still there. I didn't engage in it. And it wasn't until years ago that I got a call. I got a call from spirit saying, it's time. It's time for you to remember these gifts, and they're there for you because they can help other people. My gift to see beyond this dimension or this reality can help other people connect to who they are. It can help people remember who they are. So that call came at the first moment for me when I was uh, staying at my aunt's and uncle's house, And uh, the astral white light appeared, and I saw the beautiful goddess. And I had to keep checking, am I awake? Am I asleep? Am I awake? Because it had been a long time since I had seen such clear um, 3D astral in this dimension since I was a kid. And it really um, took me by surprise in that moment. Yet not, but I knew I was crossing worlds and bridging worlds. And then a series of those events kept happening for me until finally a series of events led me out to the Native American reservation called Hopi. And on that visit, one of the visits, I was able to really pay attention to what the universe was telling me. And they were giving me messages every time I went out there for me, but also so I could really, really align with my work. In one of my visits, they shared a gentleman, a Hopi, uh, a series of poems with me, and one of the poems is called Cliffs, and I think this is really important for us to remember because it's so such wise medicine and it was such a beautiful reminder to me and I hope it can remind each one of you as you hear about it that each one of us has a voice and it is our duty to use it in this lifetime, in this moment. Cliffs, above I stand on Mesa tops, across I see faces of Mesa cliffs, each face has their own songs. They sing in turn, singing Lo Loma, singing Qua Qua. It's good to be alive. I'm going to read it once more. Above I stand on mesa tops. Across I see faces of mesa cliffs. Each faces has their own songs. They sing in turn, singing Lo Loma, singing Qua Qua. It's good to be alive. And if in your mind's eye you can connect to one of our wonders of the world, which is the Grand Canyon, and if you haven't been there, imagine it in your mind's eye or a picture you've seen of it. It's vast, and it's billions of years of old. And this moment right now is a flash in the universe's eyes the stars you see that are blinking at you in the sky, we are here for a blink. And it's each one of our choice in every moment to decide if we want to live in alignment with our song or not. We can be distracted. We can spend time complaining. We can spend time running in millions of directions, or we can remember our song. So, I want you to contemplate this week, what is your song, and what's the song you want to sing for the world? What's the song you want to share? Sometimes it takes letting go, letting go of what we think we know, and also being uh, allowing allowing it to arrive, being gentle, because remember, the force resides right here in our solar plexus. Masculine energy, the sun is hot. It has a lot of force. Forte. However, it is this magnificent energy that can deliver so many things to each and every one of us. So you... Think about how you want to use that, utilize that energy in this life, and what that song is that you would like to sing along with our ancient memories. So, to finish off, we're going to listen to one more song. It's by Random Rab, it's from his new album. It's an amazing album. Gosh, all these artists are just jumping into this beautiful yin creation energy. We're going to have a magnificent year of just creation. So this is a great time for you to jump in, connect with that passion, that purpose, and see what shows up. After we listen to the song, I'm going to bring us back for a moment of silence that we can give and hold our awareness for all beings on this planet. May we all find our flow our, and line up in the, to a, this beautiful orchestra together. and Let's make some music together. So just close your eyes and connect the song. Random Rab shared recently in an interview with me that he wrote this song, if you want to imagine, in the middle of a redwood forest. He had put himself away to create some music for six weeks. It was about the same time I had done a similar thing. And he said he couldn't comprehend how quiet it was, that you could hear the birds' wings flapping as they flew overhead. And it took him a little while to surrender in that moment because it was so quiet. He said that his music sounded noisy to him. And this is what he created in that moment. It's a beautiful message. And a beautiful piece of wisdom. Close your eyes and enjoy. Mm be letting go now (laughs) a beautiful beautiful song and if you were able to imagine what you need to let go of so you can create uh, take note of that bringing that energy into your heart and the use utilization of music as I was listening to that and connecting to it and enjoying it it feeds the soul It. Inspires, And if it's not music, connect with something in your life that inspires you and keep it coming every day because it's so important for us to have fun. <laughs> and I also was reflecting in this moment that it's really important to keep a sense of humor. So I remember uh, one night in a meditative state, kind of seeing how silly we are as humans. We create these elaborate stories uh, and have these just amazing imagination, And that's all it is. Let's imagine what we want the world to be and bring that prana, that life force from your solar plexus, bring it up into your entire being and allow it to merge with all aspects of you so that you can be living your destiny living your cosmic flow so just to recap for this week if you can take some time to really connect with how you can serve in the world how you can show up and be that thread for self for your family and for the world around you just pick one thing start simple you don't have to change the world you don't have to change the the way our political systems run. You don't have to do any of that. All you need to do is focus on self and take simple steps. And as you align with yourself, as you arrive as majestic and this beautiful being that you are in divine perfection, you will be serving this planet and the universe because you will be at peace and in love, and in bliss with yourself. So I would like now just to conclude with a moment of silence, and then we'll just wrap up with connecting with the artists that were featured and uh, saying farewell. So take a deep breath, closing your eyes, And bring in gratitude into your heart. Gratitude for all the things that you have around you. The simple things. Just bringing in the awareness of what you need in this moment. Breathing in and out. And just be grateful for what you have and all that's been given for you, to you. And even if you've been through the spin cycle a few times, bringing that awareness in of gratitude. And then just releasing it into the universe. And then in this moment, if you can bring in the energy of love, We're going to take a few rounds of breathing in love and then exhaling love. Breathe in love. And exhale love. Again, deep breath in, breathing in love. And exhale love. One more time. Deep breath in and out. Good. And now send that love out to all beings on this planet. Imagine a giant blanket of love, being delivered to every single being on this planet. May that which you were cosmically designed for benefit all beings on this planet. May sound like a tall order, but it's quite simple. All it requires is you being you. It's magnificent, it's brilliant, and it's perfect. Your gifts our gift to the universe. And then just bringing your awareness back to self as you release that blanket of love to the universe. Taking one more deep breath in, breathing in love for self. And then exhaling. Another deep breath in, and exhale, and just welcoming in how you are to share your gifts with the world, don't compartmentalize it, allow it to be where it's supposed to be for now, and the rest will show up in its divine order and it'll metamorphose into this beautiful beautiful flower imagining all the places you've been until now and all the experiences you've had can lead you to this moment and will continue to lead you along your journey so i want to thanks once again the album leaf For their music, you can check them out on the World Wide Web. Also, Random Rab, please check him out on the World Wide Web. Uh, The album Leaf was doing a relief fund for Japan. I noticed on their website, really nice, heartfelt service project. And I'm really big advocate for us supporting the arts. Please, uh, Random Rab just came out with a new album. Amazing, beautiful dance music. Check it out. Gift it to a friend. Gift it to yourself simple ways that we can support each other takes a try but i believe we can do it until next time this is suzanne signing out with a deep bow a soft gaze a full heart and namaste